0: welcome to word for wednesday this is rita langland your host from hidden with christ ministries today i want to simply tell you a story and this story will illustrate how your life speaks to people even when you're not talking the story comes to us from the archives uh, or the record of a missionary meeting large missionary convocation that was held in Ontario, Canada back in 1947. And they recorded and put into a small book all the goings on of that particular missionary conference. And at that conference, they had one session where they asked people who were from these different nations that were non-Christian nations to share the testimony of how they came to know Christ and became Christians so it was an amazing array of people from different nations that were non-christian nations the story I'm going to share is about a man named Chen who later became a bishop so he was Bishop Chen when he was giving this recounting of his life but he told the story of his own life being raised in China He was the son of a Confucian scholar. So he was raised with all the philosophy and teachings of Confucius. He had no exposure whatsoever to Christianity in his home. He lived in a house that contained uh, an extended family. There were actually 30 family members living under the same roof including the grandmother who was the eldest one in the home and therefore was respected as the leader, and his own parents, aunts, uncles, cousins. It was quite a group of people to have 30 people under the same roof. Chen, in this case, was the youngest. The grandmother was the oldest. So the day came when Chen's parents decided that they were going to send him away for school. So he was sent to the Anglo-Chinese College of Fuchao, which happened to be a Methodist-run Christian school. So when he arrived there, uh, this was his first exposure to Christianity. He had never seen a Bible before. He'd never been to a church. And as he was getting to know the other students, there was one particular student that really um, caught his attention. And he was very drawn to this one young man. But this young man wore his hair short, whereas all the other students and wore the commonly... Uh, the very common way of wearing their hair at that time was that the men would have a cue, which was a long braid at the back of their head down their back. And that cue was just part of the uniform, so to speak. It was the culturally accepted way to have your hair at that point. And this again was in the early uh, 1900s or about 1920s when he, when he was in school. And so Uh, Though he was very drawn to this young man because he was a great leader, he was very friendly, was well-spoken, he realized this young man was a Christian. He was the head of the YMCA organization for students and the head of other um, leader, leader of the student volunteer group. So he was a leader in that school. And Chen was very drawn to him because of his kindness and his leadership abilities. Well, as they became better friends, that student, the Christian young man, offered to share his room with Chen. But Chen wanted desperately to accept his offer because he had respect for this young man, but it bothered him that he was a christian and he didn't want anything to do with christianity so he made a bargain with the christian student and said he would be willing to become his roommate if he promised never to say one word about his faith the christian student agreed graciously and kept his word so months went by up to six months had passed and that christian student had never said one word to chen about christianity he just lived with him he interacted with him he studied with him but he never said a word so Chen noticed that every single Sunday afternoon the Christian student, his roommate, would leave and go with a missionary and preach on the streets in the city in which their school was located. And he was so curious as to what on earth they could be saying out there on the street corner. So one afternoon he decided to accompany them just to observe what it is that they were doing. So... When Chen was there watching his roommate preaching and the crowd that had gathered listening to him, Chen reported that his heart was so moved by the words that he heard as that young man shared the gospel. Suddenly, though, an older man that was in the crowd that was listening to the street preachers, including his roommate, began to taunt Chen's roommate and say, look at this boy. He does not wear the queue, So he has his hair cut short. So he must be uh, acting like a foreigner. He has a foreign religion he's trying to push upon us. And it made Chen so angry because he realized that his roommate was a good young man and what he was talking about wasn't a foreign concept though christianity was not common there he without thinking about it stood up for his roommate and he said to the crowd this man is not correct The Q is actually foreign because it was imposed on us Chinese by the Manchus 300 years ago. And what this young man is saying, if it is true, if Christianity is true, then it's true all over the whole world. So it's not foreign. Truth can't be foreign. And Chen surprised himself, and he didn't even know where the argument had even come from. And he was surprised that he was able to defend his friend in that way. Well, later that evening, when they returned to their rooms and tried to go to sleep, Chen could not sleep. He was miserable. He, he had been living with this young man for six months, watching his godly lifestyle, his kindness, his helpfulness, and it had had a pronounced effect upon him and thoughts of the afternoon uh, flooded his mind. The words that he had heard about salvation and about Christ dying for him and going into eternity without Christ. All these things worked on his mind and he felt absolutely miserable realizing he was living without Christ. The next morning, when the sun began to pour into his room, it happened to illuminate a picture that his roommate had on the wall. And it was a picture of Christ praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. And all Chen could think of was, he was praying for me. He was praying for sinners. He was praying for me. And so Chen got up and went and knelt near his friend's bed and said to him, My battle is over. And then and there, he gave his heart to Christ, prayed to receive the Lord and to receive forgiveness for his sins. And his heart was made brand new. As the promise of the scripture says, when you're in Christ, you're a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Well, he went outside and he felt like everything looked brand new. And he was a brand new creature in the middle of that scene. Well, after that, he had a situation because his heart was bursting to share with his family what had happened to him and the truth that he had learned about the Bible, the Word of God, about Christ's death on the cross, and the opportunity for new life in Christ. So invited his grandmother to go to church with him. And his grandmother accepted the invitation only because it was her grandson that invited her. She ended up giving her life to Christ and the two of them teamed up. And he went on to say that his grandmother worked from the top down in the family and he worked from the bottom up. And as he stood there giving his testimony on that At that missionary conference, he said, today, I can tell you that the majority of my family have become Christians. But he wanted to point out two things from his experience. And he said this, he said, first of all, God has various ways of drawing people or speaking to people. And secondly, a little incident in a person's life may serve as a channel through which God speaks to a man. And I want to say to you, Chen's roommate never said a word to him about the Lord, but his life spoke without him ever speaking. What is your life speaking? God wants to use you to draw people to him through simply the way that you live before them, whether it's people in your school, in your workplace, in your neighborhood, or maybe in your extended family who want nothing to do with Christianity, and yet they can see your life because your life will speak even without words. That's your word for Wednesday.